Chapter 1. Three Editors Let the reader be introduced to Lady Carberry, upon whose character and doings much will depend of whatever interest these pages may have, as she sits at her writing-table in her own room in her own house in Welbeck Street. Lady Carberry spent many hours at her desk and wrote many letters, wrote also very much beside letters, she spoke of herself in these days as a woman devoted to literature, always spelling the word with a big L. Something of the nature of her devotion may be learned by the perusal of three letters which on this morning she had written with a quickly running hand. Lady Carberry was rapid in everything, and in nothing more rapid than in the writing of letters. Here is letter number one. Thursday, Welbeck Street. Dear friend... I have taken care that you shall have the early sheets of my two new volumes tomorrow, or Saturday at latest, so that you may, if so minded, give a poor struggler like myself a lift in your next week's paper. Do give a poor struggler a lift. You and I have so much in common, and I have ventured to flatter myself that we are really friends. I do not flatter you when I say that not only would aid from you help me more than from any other quarter— but also that praise from you would gratify my vanity more than any other praise. I almost think that you will like my criminal queens. The sketch of Semiramis is at any rate spirited, though I had to twist it about a little to bring her in guilty. Cleopatra, of course, I have taken from Shakespeare. What a wench she was! I could not quite make Julia a queen, but it was impossible to pass over so piquant a character— you will recognize in the two or three ladies of the Empire how faithfully I have studied my gibbon. Poor dear old Belisarius. I have done the best I could with Joanna, but I could not bring myself to care for her. In our days she would simply have gone to Broadmoor. I hope you will not think that I have been too strong in my delineations of Henry the Eighth, and his sinful but unfortunate Howard. I don't care a bit about Anne Boleyn. I am afraid that I have been tempted into too great length about the Italian Catherine. Uh, but in truth she has been my favourite. What a woman! What a devil! Pity that a second Dante could not have constructed for her a special hell. How one traces the effect of her training in the life of our Scotch Mary. I trust you will go with me in my view as to the Queen of Scots. Guilty! Guilty always, adultery, murder, treason, and all the rest of it, but recommended to mercy because she was royal. A queen, bred, born and married, and with such other queens around her, how could she have escaped to be guilty?'